You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. With me this week is Greg Miller. Scoop! Andrew Goldfarb is here. How's it going? And Justin Davis. I'm back! What a day it's been here in the IGN office. Two, two live streams. Yeah. We got first Friday going on right outside the podcast room here. One of the kids out there will listen to the show, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. That's, That's what absolutely. I was, I was let's, like, let's talk about them then. I, was I, just, I walked away to do this. I feel bad. Sorry, I, guys. I was we're just recording about right that. now. Let, let's get very meta about this. <laughs> if you're out there at first Friday, we're discussing you. And, and we're, I'm, look, I'm staring at the back of your head mm-hmm. right now. And then, well, a lot of t-shirts out there. Yes, <laughs> that's true. And then tonight we have uh, sort of a sad event. We have uh, Tyroot's going away party. Sorry, I meant for you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're just thrilled about it. I just want to keep moving now, up in the hierarchy here at IGN. Yes. All I got to do is wait people out. Yeah. <laughs> Tyroot was standing in the way of you yeah, <laughs> moving yeah. up in the ranks. Is he on the list? Is he on the? No, he wasn't on the list. list. Was just, if you can't take a merit promotion, you'll just take longevity. Mm-hmm. Like moving on up. Yep. It's good. Uh, anyway, let's get right to it here. So, Capcom has three Resident Evil games coming out this year. Yes. One of them is already out. Next, the next one's out next month, Operation Raccoon City. Then way off in November, uh, we've got Resident Evil 6. That's a long ways away. It is. But you, we'll some, people, you know some people... Some yeah, people... That's true. Death comes for us all. <laughs> like my God. in the wind. <laughs> Uh, but people are going to get to play Resident Evil 6 early with, with the demo. Some of them. Yes. Well, you can. You, you, it's not the demo will not be made o- open to everybody. What? You have to purchase access to this demo. Uh-huh. Buy it, the demo will only cost you sixty dollars. Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> play the game. You're being, that, you're being a little unfair. Oh, that's that's not true. Please, Is that incorrect? 
Uh, a little bit. How? Okay, correct me. You buy a video game for sixty dollars. Okay. Yes. And then you... let's, let's back up and explain the situation before we. <laughs> so there's a game called Dragon's Dogma that's coming out on May twenty second. Yes. I think. Prequel to Kevin Smith's Dogma. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's that's one hundred percent true. It's Ben Affleck as an angel. It looks great. Um, and if you buy that game, you'll get the uh, a token, a code that you can redeem a few months later for the Resident Evil Six. Just demo. like Showbiz Pizza. Just tokens. Just like okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Like so Enchanted Castle. So you're saying hmm. you're saying Dra- so. Dragon's Dogma looks more like Dragon's Dog shit. I didn't say that at all. But then what are you you're 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 implying? You're, you're like, oh, I'm just putting it out there, folks. You, you, hey, you did kind of imply that. It's, it's a not. ZZZ on IGN type meter. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> w- I will say that nobody is talking about that game right yeah, now. Yeah. Our, our IGN readers are not excited Except about that game. Four people in this room are talking about it right now. Ah, That's your. Which is exactly what Capcom wanted. Oh, we played into the. Uh, it's like uh, trap. I mean, this isn't new. Remember back in the day when Zone of the Enders came with the Metal Gear Solid Two sure, sure, demo? Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we talked about Crackdown with the Halo beta. Right. Yeah. There you go. And yes. Crackdown, Crackdown turned out great, but people didn't know ahead of time. Like that game really wasn't. That's true. A lot of people bought it just for the Halo. Right, and then and then they're like, oh, it turns out the Crackdown is good. Oh, oh cool. yeah. There's orbs. Well, so I just what's weird about this situation is they haven't shown Dragon, Dragon's Dogma in. Yeah, that's true. A long time. The last yeah. time we saw it was in Germany at Gamescom, and we saw it at E3 before that. But every time we've seen it, we haven't. People haven't been really thrilled yeah, nobody's with it. Nobody's blown away. Nobody yeah. walks away going, "OMG, yeah. that so, needs to be a boom on the IGN buzz meter." Yeah, exactly. It needs it needs to be uh, <laughs> solid or higher. Yeah. <laughs> so so medium, medium reception when they do show it, and then they haven't showed it in a long time, and it's coming out in just a couple months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and now Capcom announces, well, they're going to put a demo for their biggest game of the year in this in this game that nobody's right. talking about. I mean, it has to be scary for Capcom because like uh, Rich George uh, did a preview of Operation Raccoon City this week. Does not look good. Asura's Wrath, people don't know about. Dragon's Dogma, people aren't excited about. Like their their lineup for the first half of the year isn't looking promising. So I think I think you know people were didn't really know what to think about Operation Raccoon City in the first place. Right. But now that they've announced Resident Evil Six, that You're totally like, yeah whatever yeah. Yeah. killed any interest there was in Operation Raccoon City. So why not put the demo for RE Six in that? Yeah, exactly. then people might have actually got that game. Yeah, that was a really weird decision. Dragon's Dogma, this fantasy, you know. Action RPG? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's a yeah. good point. It's like, why would we put a Resident Evil demo in a Resident Evil game <laughs> when we could put it in a completely different game in a different genre? Because the Resident Evil game will sell because it's Resident Evil, and this game won't because it's do- Dragon's Dogma or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. So, look, let's be honest. Like, Resident Evil 6 doesn't need the. That game's going to be alright on its own. It's yeah. not like this demo is going to make. Yeah. Like, this is sure. really going to put Resident Evil 6 on the map. It's, I know. Clearly, it's, it's, it's lifting. <laughs> it's lifting. It's lifting up Dragon's Dogma. Right. And I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying. I'm just saying it's interesting. That yeah. We okay, have strange. to do that. The that's weirdest strange. part of this is that for 360 owners, they'll get it two months earlier than yes. PS3 owners. Th- that's the totally sketchy part of it. Yeah, that's because so really it's like weird. yeah, timed exclusive on the demo. Uh-huh. But if they're using it, the demo as a way to sell Dragon's Dogma, why aren't they getting as many people to buy? Like, why screw the PS3 owners? That does, that's the part that doesn't Microsoft make any sense. To me. Billion dollars. So, but it was that that's worth it. Whatever Microsoft paid them was worth losing those PS3 customers. I guess. To me, that's I guess maybe yeah, they have that's realistic weird. expectations on how many people are going to buy Dragon's Dogma, even with this demo. Demos are such a you have to you have to be a special kind of dumb to screw up like a demo situation. It should do nothing but help your situation. You get right. to play the game ahead of time, but it's like a, it's like a, it's like a woman withholding sex. What is like a woman withholding sex? Putting out a demo because <laughs> it somehow it takes this like awesome thing and then somehow manages to make it like put it in a negative direction and spin it in, in a negative. What, it just upsets people. I don't, I don't think understand. I understand the analogy. He's saying in a committed relationship, the woman's holding out on sex, not just a woman on the street isn't having sex with you. Uh, 
Right. Okay, so when the Mass Effect 3 demo comes out on February 14th, that's going to be like a woman withholding sex. No, that no, giving be, sex. That'll be like normal sex. It's like the... the like part of normal <laughs> I, sex. I admit this analogy isn't great, but I'm on this page with him. I understand this what is, he's trying to thank say. Thank you. Please, let, let's... D- demos let's just are break. great. Let's, sex is great. Right. Demos oh, that are okay. All, we can all agree with that. Demos that are all screwed up and timed exclusives and confusing and attached to a bad product are bad in the same oh, way a woman it, holding okay. back... Well, so that's just like bad, as, confusing sex. Right. Which is still usually pretty good. <laughs> That's what I mean. Maybe there isn't an evil demo. It's like still all right. We're so still gonna get to play the game months before it comes out. So okay. it's as bad as a woman withholding sex. It's not oh, like just, a woman withholding let's sex. Just, yeah. Let's just bring this around to entry. I'm sorry. Let's. <laughs> I admit that was not my best analogy. In fact, that might have been my worst analogy. I think that analogy was Dragon's Dog shit. I think demos are, are a good thing in general. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thank you, Dan. Wish every game had a demo. Yes. There, there's no standard for it, except on Xbox Live Arcade, which I really appreciate. I think that's my favorite yeah. thing about the platform. Yeah, that's great. You can download every single game on there and check it out. Yep. I like uh, how colorful it is. That's my favorite thing. Xbox <laughs> Very colorful. Very colorful. <laughs> the blades, I like the autoplay you know, adds. little buttons. Um, I would say that I wish iOS games had demos, but they often do with like the light versions yeah. or, or whatever. Yeah. I think it's weird that Apple makes them do it separately, though. Like, it can't yeah. be part of... Yeah, that's, that is more uh, hassle than it needs to be. That'll probably change eventually. Anyway, that's the Resident Evil 6 demo situation. Xbox 360 owners will get access to it early on July 3rd. PS3 owners can access it on September 4th. Dumb. Yeah, that's very dumb. Yep. And there's Dragon's, Dog- Dragon's Dogma, too. Which- oh, yeah, May 22nd. Maybe <laughs> that game gets to a 10. Maybe that game is great, but I don't know. The other thing I was wondering is, like, you know, if you want to drum up, uh, like we were just talking about, why not make a demo for Dragon's Dogma? Yeah. You know, like, let people check that out. Well, I know. It's just, like, <laughs> it just seems so obvious that the game's going to be bad. I'm not, I haven't played it. I don't know. But Capcom's actions are making it seem bad. Like, yeah. they're making the game look bad. I mean, I think we're supposed to see it again soon. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't look good. It's like a woman who wants to have sex, but she walks into an STD clinic. And <laughs> you're like, mm, you're making it look bad. Is it like picking that. up ladies at the STD clinic? No. Hard to do. Tech Nine knows how to do that. You know who makes really good video pinball games is Zen Studio. Uh, Zen, indeed, yeah. Hey, so on, they've got uh, Zen Pinball on, on PSN and Pinball FX2 on XBLA. They've got a bunch of stuff on the App Store, too, now. Yeah, yeah, they've been doing that, too. Uh, you know, all of these games are really good. And they, they, the cool thing about the platform is they, they can just update the games with new tables. Right. Uh, downloadable content. Oh, yeah, that's what the kids are calling Some people these call days, it, huh? yeah. And they, this week they announced a new one that sounds pretty interesting. Epic Quest. Uh, coming to both Pinball FX2 and Zim Pinball. And they're adding uh, RPG elements oh. to the pinball game. And as we all know, RPG elements improve any game, no mm-hmm. matter what it is. Including slot machines. Absolutely. And RPG Maker. Check out King Cashing on uh, on iPhone. <laughs> yeah. I beat it. <laughs> uh, so, Epic Quest, which I feel like isn't a very original title. I feel like there was an iOS game called Epic Quest or, or an you app or something. You think of Epic Mickey. No, I don't think Epic so. Mickey. And Mickey's Magical Quest, on SNES. Epic Quest. Yeah. Epic Quest will add experience points, loot, and monsters to the classic game of pinball. That's awesome. Missions and objectives. Players build up gear and gold, and there will be tongue-in-cheek humor. The tongue-in-cheek humor is in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Eichmann. It, yeah, it won't literally be tongue-in-cheek. Uh, yeah, so that's cool. That's coming out later this month. That's good. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I'll check I, that one. I can't remember. There's a there's a I uh, there's a game on the App Store that does that exact same thing right now. There's monsters and stuff, but I uh, monsters and stuff. Yeah, 
It's good. That may be the name like of it. Monsters and stuff. Games, yeah. From the creators of Sock Drawer, it's Monsters and Stuff. That would be better than Epic Quest. Mm. <laughs> True. <laughs> I like that trend. I like, so I, I'm with Damon. I like adding RPG elements to anything and everything. Anything. Yep. Please. I, I, I have yet to see any case where that, that was Ruins not an improvement. That was not an improvement. I play video games to see bars fill. Yeah, this is it's, true. I mean, it's funny because think of what that did for Call of Duty. Like when Modern exactly. Warfare, right? Exactly. That's what I'm talking about, man. Yeah. That's when. It, yeah, remember that they didn't do that. Remember that that didn't exist for forever. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like I can't imagine playing a first-person shooter that didn't have some sort of meta system running like beneath the game. I'd feel yeah. like I was. I'd be like, why am I doing this? To have fun, boo. Just wa- <laughs> just like, wasting my time. I'm not gaining anything. Yeah, exactly. I need to improve. Yeah, right. Like that's... And then if the if the reward structures aren't even strong enough, like Gears of War three totally has one, but it's not as strong as like Call of Duty or Halo, and so even that doesn't hold my interest mm-hmm. as much. And that game's really fun. Like I don't know what's wrong with us. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with us. Okay, the system is what's wrong. No, there's nothing wrong with it too. He's saying something's wrong with you, Justin. Maybe. You're broken. This uh, this reminds me of we uh so like we all did, uh, I'm assuming everyone in this room had Sonic Spinball. No? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. just yeah. one of those things. I think I only have it as part of the like the Genesis collection. Right. Yeah, and like here's the thing, that game's not very good. No, but I no. wanted it to be good so yeah. bad. And like the Kirby ones are all right, and I really like Metroid Prime Pinball on the DS. Yeah, so it's like the crappy Rumble Pack it came with. Yeah, like I don't, I don't like my dig- digital pinball to be realistic. Like, there's no reason why. Like, it's digital. You have the ability to spice it up and be a little mm-hmm. fancy with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about this. It's gonna be good. Uh, then next week, well, this is actually a strange release. Uh, the Simpsons Arcade game yeah. is back. PSN next week. Came out on Xbox Live Arcade today. Not, a, a Friday. Yeah, not normal. Not normal that's, Xbox that's, release schedule. That is abnormal. Usually XBLA games come out on Wednesdays. What did Stephen Hopper give it? He reviewed it, right? Or he gave it an 8, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 8.0. So it's, it doing, it's a straight port? As, yeah, it's the arcade game. Okay. Yeah. It even has around the screen, it has little, like, it makes it look like it's on an arcade screen. So I, like like, the, I like when games do that. Final Fight did that, yeah? Yeah, Final Fight did that. That yeah. was really good. Um, and uh, as an unlockable version, the Japanese version is unlockable as bonus content. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know what the, what the Japanese <laughs> Everyone version Everyone remembers the giant uh, divide between Simpsons Arcade game and U.S. Simpsons Arcade You're game. You're on Japanese. one side of that argument. It's like, oh, you either love the Japanese yeah, 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 or the English know, one. Well, it's weird because they added a few other modes. They added, it's like the traditional, like, Quarters mode, I think they call it's it called. quarters. Yeah. yeah, that's like the original one. And then they have you can just like, keep adding quarters. Yeah, and virtual they have quarters. Right? Survival, which is uh, you go until you die, okay. and then there's like an unlimited free play mode or something. So the game that did this the best out of any game, I think, was Ikaruga on the GameCube. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of arcade games are ruined when they're ported to consoles because yeah. it's like fucking like you can just keep putting. Just keep there's no point. Like and so, but Ikaruga forced you to the more you played, you earned more credits. So you started the game, and you couldn't continue more than twice, the equivalent of putting, like, two quarters in. Then as you continued playing, you unlocked more and more credits. So you earned points, I think, to buy credits and buy other things. Are you talking about the XBLA version? No. Uh, the GameCube version? GameCube, GameCube version I don't remember it that. being like that. Yeah, it was. Okay. Um, and so I think that's smart because it forces you, like, you can't build up unlimited credits unless you've played, like, you know, I don't know, several hours. And mm-hmm. so you know, like, how hard the game truly is without pumping it full of credits. Um, Everyday Shooter has the exact same structure. Anyway, really weird that Simpsons Arcade is out today. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, go ahead and, and enjoy it. Another dump truck full of Microsoft money dumped into their the Simpsons greedy pockets. <laughs> is that the last it's of the Konami four-player arcade games to be brought to XPLA? No. And um, what's Aliens vs. Predator, Predator Konami? Or that was Capcom. Never mind. Yeah, you might be right. Because we've already got the Ninja Turtles arcade games. Yeah. Uh, we've X-Men. We already have the X-Men one, right? 
Or did that just come to iPhone? X-Men came out. No, X-Men's out. That one's out, too. Yeah. I didn't even know that was on iPhone. That's awesome. Well, maybe it's not. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I know it's on, it's on XBLA okay. and PSN. This might be the last of, like, the real popular Konami four-player arcade games. Mm. Um, Harmonix is developing a new downloadable game. Oh, Harmonix, makers of, creators of uh, the rock band uh, franchise and the company that was sold for $50 to, uh, I don't even know who, yeah, MTV somebody... dumped them for 50 bucks. <laughs> Did we, could I have read about this on IGN.com? Yeah. I missed this news completely. Oh, the downloadable game? Yeah. Yeah. Did I write this? Yes. Okay. Yes. So uh, it's been a long week. Let, so land on me, The lead designer from Rockman Three, Brian okay. Chen, uh, put his resume on his personal site, and uh, some people dug out that it, it had a title called "Unannounced Title" listed on it, and it says it's uh, oh. X, XBLA, PSN, and Facebook. Okay. Interesting. So we know literally nothing about it. it I mean, I assume it involves music. In some I was going to say it's a little thin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thin story. Slow news. They just made Rockman unplugged again. And yeah. They didn't even make that. Backbound made that, but yeah. you know what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody just needs to make that. Game. If they, there was a really for, for Vita. amplitude, yeah, Vita version. Amp- oh amplitude is great, right? I yeah. want them to go back to that. Yeah. Correct me, Harmonix made uh, Guitar Hero too. Guitar Hero and originally well. they yeah. created that, and then yeah. they left, and they what made was the Rock Band. It was the fr- Red Octane. Made yes, the, yeah. that's right. They made that. Yeah, yeah. The, the peripheral. So, did anyone ever play Frets on Fire? No. Frets on Fire was a browser game that was a clone of Guitar Hero and uh, and Rock Band. It was the same deal, um, but it was sort of indie, and so it was a little bit ghetto, um, just because it didn't have you know any money or studio behind it. So if someone like uh, like Harmonix were to do that, but take it like super serious and put their you know really high level of polish on a browser based social music rhythm game, that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever play Vid Rhythm? Yes. It's good. No. No. Oh, that's too bad. I didn't. A lot of people are like, oh man, it's so cool, it's so fun, but I didn't. I thought it, I thought it was dumb. That's how they all sounded when they. Yeah. We ran. We did a bunch of videos on it on IGN. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, that, that was the last thing I think Harmonix put out. Yeah. yeah, I think so. It was weird. And then it was like free. It's one of those games that like dropped in price real quick. And I mean, they're still weekly putting out rock band tracks, which amazes me. It's like, insane. I yeah, get right. those press releases who, and I'm who's like. Who's buying those songs? Yeah, I yeah. have no idea. Yeah, I don't even know. And I'm not knocking at you if you are. Great. No, I'm I mean, you. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, Enjoy yeah. it. Just, I, I don't personally know anybody that's doing it, so yeah. I don't know. I'm having a great time. Yeah, yeah. First <laughs> Friday, <laughs> something funny. People are laughing out there. making fun of us, probably. Probably. You know, an iPad game that is really good. Ghostbusters. <laughs> I don't think... The, is there a Ghostbusters iPad game? No. <laughs> no, there's not. I still haven't played the Superman iPad game. I'm getting... I'm sorry. Go ahead. What's Super- really good? Superman's bad. Don't buy it. Damn it. Kingdom Rush. Yeah. It's yep. so good. 9 out of 10.com. Nine, 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 nine out of 10. 9 out of 10.com. Yeah. This is a tower defense game. One of the best tower defense games I've ever played. Maybe the best iOS tower defense game I've ever played. I think it's high praise because every iOS game is a tower defense game. Yeah. Damon plays a lot of them. I like I that. I, I like those games. I play a lot of them too. So let me ask you this: Why do you like tower defense games so much? I was trying to figure this out today. So I like strategy games, right? That's just those are just like the kind of games that 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 get my juices flowing. Get the, get the mojo flowing, <laughs> <from> Damon. <laughs> 
Yeah, so Kingdom Rush is very, very good. Um, it doesn't do... I mean, I wouldn't say it has some, like, crazy weird twists or do anything different. No, it's just, like, it do, every, it's, everything it does, it does really, really well. It's just really, really polished, and it's really well balanced. So, like, I felt like whenever I lost, like, oh, you know, like, I didn't place my towers as efficiently as I could. Like, I didn't feel... I hate games where I lose, and I don't feel like it's my fault. Mm. And this game, I never... I, I never really felt like that. Um, and this game right now is on sale for a dollar. That's amazing. Like, I played it for several hours, and it's a dollar. Like, how do you, how do you compete with that? It's really... Just the, the discarded fresca that was in here when we started. Now, go it was, okay, it was sealed. This isn't that bad. Hmm. Sorry, I got thirsty. Continue. Fresca. It's better than yeah, Anthony finding an open bag of chips and eating those. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. Too. I, I ate those mystery Cheetos wow. as well. Fresca is really good. I've never had fresca. Never. Never. Ever. <laughs> I've never had it either. My grandparents drank it. No, I don't want it. They always had it at their place. Sure. Um, it's really polished. Kingdom Rush is really, really polished. Like the animations on the little characters is yeah. great. I, so it is worth pointing out. It's iPad only. So a lot of people have been disappointed they can't go. You know, if you're searching for it on your iPhone, it's not going to come up. Oh, no, the characters are really why? tiny. Yeah, it I would not. It, I, you know, there's a good reason that it's iPad only. If I had need. the choice, I would choose to play it on iPad. So I would say, you know, if you like tower defense games and you're a person that doesn't think you like playing games on an iPad, I would seriously suggest you give it a shot. Um, what I was starting to say about tower defense games is part of the reason I like them so much on mobile is because they work really well with the touch screen. Mm, mm. You know, a lot of companies try to do stuff like force first-person shooters or yeah. virtual buttons, and I'm not a fan of any of that um but this you know i i think that this is my preferable way to play tower defense games you can interact directly with the towers and mm-hmm. you know you have like a special ability where you can like call down meteors and you just tap on the screen where you want it to happen and it's great. i would i would it's an instance where it's better to be controlled that way than with a controller i would it's, say yeah, it's funny sure. how even plants versus zombies is like so much better than like the pc or right. the 360 yeah. version like it's, being it's, able to tap there's a few games and i would say the scribble knots on the app store is the definitive version of scribble knots for I the think. keyboard you know it, yeah because it's got the nice virtual keyboard um it's cheaper and it's better and you can use siri now actually oh that's wow. amazing that's cool yeah. i didn't know that yeah i want a cobra siri so so there's not <laughs> there's not a lot of examples of that but there are yeah. a few cobra. where yeah um well, so it's a dollar right now. Kingdom Rush is a dollar. Yeah, and it's going to be, it's normal price is three bucks, so. Here's the thing. I don't like to be pushed around. I don't want to feel like I'm in a hurry. Mm. So it doesn't sound like a game for me. How, okay. How do you mean? Kingdom Rush. It was a Oh, rush yeah. Okay. I don't know. There's a nice. Kingdom relaxation. Is what you're I'd play that. Uh, there's a nice, like, you know, flow to it. I like that they come in waves, and then you have a, a moment to catch your breath and sort of, you know. Yep. And that's what I was starting when I was asking you why you like tower defense games i was hoping you would say justin why do you like tower defense games oh. um oh, uh, oh no but i do because i'm the same I would, I would like to hear why <laughs> i'm the same as you I, I like strategy games a lot and i like real-time strategy but they stress me out i can't play starcraft because i get too worked up my blood pressure i swear to god like spikes and goes through the roof but tower defense games you get the best of both worlds you get nice strategy and sort of thinking and planning but uh they come in waves and it's a little bit more like, I, I play on the train a lot, and, like, I can look up yeah, for a yeah, second, yeah. and I don't feel like I'm going to lose my game. Like, kill. it's more leisurely, and it's a little bit more passive. Um, once you place your towers, you sort of watch the action Yeah, exactly. Happen. Yes, I, that's I like true, that. true. That's true, it's true. Like, yeah. It's like a, it's like a, uh, that reward. It's like, something, I built my towers, now I get, get to see it all play out. Right. Something about that. it, though, for, the, like, Pickles Rock Monsters was, you know, one I got mm-hmm. into. And it yep. was one of those, like, just that dread of, like, seeing my babies die, and, like, I knew yeah. I'd screwed it up, and, like, ah, oh, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> Sorry. That's a good point. It's it's when you do screw up, you feel very powerless. That's true. Whereas like in other games, like if I screw up in like Halo or something, I feel like I might have the ability to yeah, like yeah. scrape it out. But in mm-hmm. like you're out of money and there's nothing you can do, um, it's not a good feeling. Mm-hmm. That's true. Anyway, like we're saying, it's a dollar right now. Absolutely, pick it up if you like. You know, if you like tower defense games at all. But if a dollar is too steep for you. <laughs> We have some codes. Actually, we can give away right now. Uh-huh. Here's a code for Kingdom Rush on iPad. T 
T-K-A-W-7-A-F-E-L-R-M-6. Justin, would you like to read? We have, uh, we have ten of these codes. We're not going to read them all out. But Justin, would you like to read another code here? Sure. And then what? Could we'll we... give them away on Twitter or okay. something. We have uh, – you read the first. Okay, so Y67FAEFN6493. Please do enjoy Kingdom Rush on iPad. It's fantastic. Oh, and then uh, last week we were giving away a copy of Final Fantasy XIII 2 for Xbox 360. Our winner of that is Brandon Adkins in Rogers, Rogers Arkansas. Congratulations. What was your name? I just read your name. Brandon. I will uh, get your copy of Final Fantasy XIII 2, 2 out to you right away. So, yes. Can we can we talk about Final Fantasy thirteen two? We can all? talk about I love anything it. your little heart Do desires, it? Justin. It, it's a conversational podcast. No, I mainly want to talk about. I don't want to spoil the end, but is it a spoiler to say that it ends a little bit open? It? No, no, I think Clint put that in his review, right. and even if he would have spelled it out what he meant, I don't think that's a spoiler. So, so I want to say is that it, it ends open ended, and so here's a question. If they make another one, is it going to be Final Fantasy thirteen three? Is it going to so. be Final Fantasy thirteen two two? No. no. Final Fantasy thirteen. Three. <laughs> okay. You love it, Andrew, you say. I do. I'm um like thirty five hours Jeez, in. I, I'm I'm at the, I'm right at the boss, so I'm just grinding leading up mm-hmm. to the boss. Yeah, I know I, I so today I did the uh Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning live stream. Yep. I watched Colin play that game for two hours. Now I can't wait to start my own game. Right. Yeah, I'm yeah. I watched for that game. I watched Brian Clements play Final Fantasy thirteen for two hours and I was like, meh, okay. Yeah. I don't need to play that. Yeah, I'm kinda over it. Yeah. That's fair. Reckoning is awesome. Reckoning is so fun. Um, Final Fantasy thirteen, like I objectively, I understand it has a ton of problems, but like personally, I just liked it. Like it, it took me forever to get really into it, but like once I passed that point, I really, really liked it. So I, I was excited for thirteen that. too. It's like you're just very subjective. Be like, yep, Final Fantasy, I'm yeah. on board. Give me that, like, give me the note scale and the harp yeah. at the beginning and the battle fanfare. And I mean, I'll board. never, I'll never defend it. Like, I, I totally, I'm pretty I, sure I you're defending. <laughs> no, no, I'm really not. I okay. won't disagree with the problems people have with it. But I, I personally have enjoyed both of those games. It's good. I'm playing the Darkness Two right now. Darkness. Have you started that? Yeah, I played Let's enough. Play. I was like, all right. I'm, well, I had other stuff to play. Don't say much right now because we're doing a live stream on Monday, yeah. and everyone needs to tune into that. Oh yeah, well, no, 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 no. It's, it's a beautiful game. People know my my first person oh, yeah, shooter. Oh like first person shooters. Yeah, I did it, and they tried some stuff with characters. Like, oh okay. Yeah, um, I, I just I like the the combat system. I like the quad wielding thing. Totally, that is so the much fun. And, and like the animations for the deaths and leveling are great. Ba- I mean, basically, it's this: if we weren't leading up to, I, I have a million Vita games now to review and play. Mm-hmm. If I didn't, if I wasn't more excited for those, then I would totally finish the darkness. But. Mm-hmm. But I'm enjoying it. Anthony's beaten it, and he actually enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, we'll be live streaming that Monday morning, 11 a.m. Pacific time for a couple hours. So tune into that. Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. This is Scott Baker. Uh, he says, just started listening to the podcast over the holidays, and I love it. I have a few questions and comments for everyone. Greg, it was very cool to hear that you're from Wheaton, right down the street from my hometown of Downers Grove. Are I'm you? from Glen Ellen, actually. <laughs> Why does Fucking he say Wheaton? Why no, I went, I went to high school. <laughs> Are you old enough to remember a cheap-ass discount store called Zares? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or is that how it's pronounced? Yeah, Zares. Well, I, have, I don't want to see it. I remember. Z-A-R-E-S. Yeah. Zares is how I would pronounce it. Well, maybe I don't know. No, I'm thinking Adventure. Sorry, I jumped ahead on that one. Are we Adventure? Yeah, remember Adventure? What a yeah. dump that was. <laughs> it had, like, the black and white, like, Zares. zebra. Sign. Yeah, exactly. Maybe but I don't Z- remember Zares. Zares. He says, that's where I first saw Space Invaders. I've been playing video games oh, ever I'm since. Not that, no, I'm not old enough for that, probably. No. Venture. He also says, I recently got an iPad Touch. 
Plus, my son got a Kindle Fire. And until that point... <laughs> so, wait, I wanna, I wanna, I'm going to back up for a second. <laughs> he's the, the, he's the 55. I, the, <laughs> the iPad Touch is not a thing that exists. What you, iPod Touch? Or? There's an iPod Touch. Oh, an no, iPad. I must have misspoke. He, he wrote iPod, iPod Touch. Okay, okay, got okay. it. I misspoke. Sorry. We're just giving this dumbass from yeah. Downer Grove piece of our mind. <laughs> he says, I got an iPod Touch. My son got a Kindle Fire. Until that point, I was set on pre-ordering Vitas for both of us. True. But the games for the Touch drew me in. Infinity Blade, Tiny Heroes, Sword and Sorcery, Temple Run, and the list goes on. Yep. My son and I still have our 360 and PS3 for the real games, but I just can't see paying 40 to $50 a game for the Vita when I bought 20 games in the last month for under $30. Plus, the memory card issue for the Vita is still insane to me, even with the lower prices. My local Ma and Pa store has a grand total of two pre-orders, so I can't be alone in this thinking. But choosing the touch of the Vita, does that mean I have to turn in my gamer's card after 30 years of video game playing? So that's the wrong way to look at it. That's dumb. Yeah. And, and you can't say you, have, that you play real games on 360 and PS3. Well, I, that's, a, that's a shorthand way of saying you know, games with more depth or more you know, Whatever. budget. Like, we're, we're talking about Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. That was one of the most fun games I've played in a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm IGN's wireless editor, and I don't get offended if someone doesn't call them real games. Because I understand what they mean. Just that they're, they're usually a little bit lighter weight. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm excited for Vita. That's the argument he's making is the exact the argument I've been what making for you, years now. Greg Miller, no, he's still he doesn't have to turn his gamer's card. He's playing games. Enjoy. Yeah, live your life. Whoa, don't go crazy. <laughs> <Love it. laughs> Just live your life. Hey. <clears throat> um, yeah, I'm, I completely agree. I think you're going to see a lot more people making that. Uh, that's going to be their combination. Is you know, cons- console at home. That's what I've been saying this whole time. The Vita's coming out now. You know, and I know like Greg Miller and those hardcore. PS fans are, are excited for it, but just the general well, public. video game fans. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I, I work okay. at dedicated handhelds, because I love, I've owned, like, almost every handheld system. Like, I, he, I love them. Our, our friend in uh, Downers Grove is uh, demonstrating what's what's going to happen. I think no, the, I Nint- the Nintendo DS, probably my favorite piece of video game hardware ever. Yeah. In terms oh, of software the DS, library. Yeah. yeah, the DS yeah. is awesome. I would agree. And I'm excited. I have a $470 pre-order for Vita. Like, I'm, I'm excited. I'm getting a lot of bullshit with that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I remember uh, we were talking about last week, Tyler owed us a uh, shaved head. Oh, yeah. Because he had predicted that Final Fantasy Versus 13 would be unveiled or something at Jump Festa 11, oh, no. whenever that is held in, in Japan. Yeah, it and happen. it wasn't, of course. So he writes in, he says, I actually did shave my head, forgot to send in photographic evidence, so here is so he's some evidence. So anyway. This is going to make So him- he, he has before and after, before, his before video uh, shot of him being very gangsta Ooh. in his hi- high school. Oh, man. Yeah. I think it's like a looks like a lawyer, like a law office. And then I think he kind of uh, half-assed his his head shaving. Oh come oh, on! That's not <laughs> just, you got a haircut. Yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> not really shaved. It's buzzed. Maybe. You, know, yeah, you can still reaching. run your fingers through that. Yeah, Colin already That guy shaves his head. This guy does not. Yeah. So anyway, not, thank, thanks fakey. for checking in. Fakey, <laughs> fakey Fakerson. This is Omar. I was wondering if it's known if the Omar if, coming. I yeah. was wondering if... Sorry. That was good. No, that was a good reference to The Wire. I'm no. sorry, continue. <laughs> I was wondering if it's known if the Wii U will play GameCube games. It's no. not to my knowledge. We know that it does not support GameCube controllers. So Even that, the Wii oh, doesn't they, anymore. Like, the newest iteration yeah. of the Wii, they removed that functionality. Oh, really? Yeah, so the newest, the newest Wii bundles are horizontal only. And has no controller ports, no memory card ports. Wait, they changed the hardware configuration? So there's, yep. like, a Wii, there's like a Wii Lite now? Yeah. It was the same amount of money. Yeah. That was, it um, was announced last summer. It, yeah, and it's a, it's a bundle. So it's the same amount as the, the regular Wii bundle. Oh, man, that sucks. Yeah. 
The yeah, because I was I'm really using the ports on my Wii. No, that's right. no, like, but I mean you can use Wii. But you know, like the, yeah, the people yeah. who play Smash Brothers, like yeah, exactly. like, I'm, yeah. I'm using my Wii to play GameCube games way more than Wii games now. <laughs> I just by uh, a ratio after, of one to zero. <laughs> after two weeks ago on GameCube talking about remake, I we dug I dug out and been playing Resident Evil Zero again. The Resident Evil Zero. zero. <laughs> um, all right. Anyway. Uh, this this next email is from two listeners. What? Brad Pitcher and Matt Tognazzini. Okay, guys. <laughs> the email addresses are free. Get, get, get one of it for each of you. Um, so he was, they were inspired by when we were talking about predictions for 2012. They made their own predictions. Okay. They put their heads together, came up with their video game predictions for this year, and they want to know what we think of them. Gotcha. So number one, The Last of Us will be playable at E3. Yeah, guaranteed. I mean, yeah. yeah. Slam game game Informer's already played it. Yeah. Next Call of Duty will have crossplay on PS3 and PS Vita. Ooh, doubtful, but I really that'd be no? cool if it I, did. I doubt it. I doubt it. Why doubtful? I think the I think the Call of Duty you'll see will be its own skew. I think it'll be its own thing. On I, don't, the Vita, I, I don't think it'll be. I mean, I don't. I don't want to be, but you know, Black Ops Two. I don't think it's going to be Black Ops Two on PS3 and Vita. I think it'll be World War whatever on Vita and Black Ops whatever. Plus, it's worth pointing out that if that did happen, it would. Like the precedent has been that that's a Microsoft-oriented franchise. So that's like what if, I was going to say. Interesting. Activision yeah. seems to work a little bit more closely. Yeah. I guess the other thing about it would be like, what, what, what would you be bringing over? Like the single-player yeah. campaign? Like you really, you know, the the online wouldn't work the same as far as right. the, you know being 3G and all that. They're they're pushing all this asynchronous stuff for multiplayer for Vita stuff. I don't see what hmm. what you'd be able to do. There'd be runs and stuff, but it wouldn't. I've said stuff a lot in this sentence. I apologize, everyone. I'm tired, but it wouldn't work the same way. Hmm. Uh, prediction number three: Remote play becomes mandatory for all future PS3 titles. No, I don't know what that what remote, remote play is playing ability, on your Vita. Exactly to play, you turn on your Vita and it turns on your PS3 and wherever you are, you can then play what's in your PS3. Should be. Mm-hmm. They I won't mean, make it mandatory. People make it a big deal. Like this was available on the PSP as well, and nobody used it because it was garbage and it didn't work that well. And like here it is again. It's like okay. <laughs> Still doesn't work that great, especially over Wi-Fi. Like when I want to use it, right? Yeah. Is when I'm like, oh, I'm in Vegas for whatever something, and I want to play Skyrim or whatever. And so you turn on the latency is so terrible. Like the only way it works right now is when you're in the room with it. And if I'm in the room with it, why am I? Not, I like I guess you can make the thing that oh, you know, but my girlfriend, like, my roommate wants to play, watch something on TV, and I want to play this thing. Yeah. And even then, there's just a fraction of a second latency where it's like. But it's like, oh man, you could play Pixel Junk Monsters so good with that. Yeah. It is interesting how that will because you don't need the latency doesn't matter. That's the joke. People. But I mean, if they do play that up, it's kind of interesting because that like takes away Nintendo's like if you talk about competition between the Wii U and the PS4 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it is interesting that that ability is built into the Vita. I, I think that's kind of cool because that would take away Nintendo's thunder with a tablet. Mm, yeah. Prediction four: PS3 classics will be ported to the Vita. So the Uncharted Collection, Killzone 2 and 3. Oh, I would love mm. that. That's a really interesting one, actually. Would they run on the Vita? They'd have, there'd be some scaling, for sure, that would need to happen and stuff. But So instead of HD collections, it's like the opposite? <laughs> <laughs> SD our, collections? Our best, our best games on the go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hard to believe, but I like that. That's a good idea. Unchar- so somebody's looking into that somewhere. The Uncharted SD collection would be pretty awesome. <laughs> I would buy it. Uh, prediction 5. Paper Mario will not come to 3DS this year. I mean, I don't think we've seen it or anything, so we're that could all, happen. We're all indifferent. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I, I, kinda, I like Paper Mario. I do, too. I love Mario RPG back in the day. I'm kind of getting sick of Paper Mario. What? It's not like there's lo- loads great. of Paper Mario coming there's out. There's like two, right? There are Paper Mario 64. Well, and if that's counting, there, the, there, the there were the Game Boy Advance ones, if you count those. <laughs> I don't count those. 
Mario okay, and the Mario which and Luigi's one's What Paper Mario and Game Boy Advance? Well, maybe not Game Boy. Maybe it was DS. Mario there was like Bowser's Inside Story. Yeah, oh, Mario yeah, and Luigi's. That's, that's not Paper Mario. Yeah, that no one's DS. listening to this guy. Uh, prediction. How many? Are there a hundred of these? How many? <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, this is a few more. Okay. Matt and Dwayne's 100 <laughs> for my 14th prediction. A Wii U controller will have independent virtual console functionality. What does it mean? What does he mean by independent? You can just download them straight to your controller so, and yeah. they'll live there? I don't think it's going to be like an iPad. Like, I feel like no. people are, are misunderstanding yeah. what it Or maybe I'm misunderstanding what it is. <laughs> but I, I don't think it's something that's like a totally independent thing yeah. that you can take on the go and play your games. I, I think, think it's like when the Wii U is powered on, it streams stuff to that controller. Yeah. But when you turn off the system, that thing turns off too. I think people are going to be really disappointed if they think that that controller does much processing on its own. And there's yeah. an actual, like... You know, hard, hard to believe people are confused over the Wii U after there's such <laughs> yeah. a stellar E3 know, press conference shocking. that explains so much. <laughs> and it's so weird because that day, that first day, because that was like the first real day of E3, yeah. I was so excited. That was like the press conference I was looking forward to the most. And yeah. then it was just like, God. And then like, I'm so it's a room full of professionals. And I don't know about you guys, but like I was just chatting with people afterwards. And I'm like, so what do you think? And they're like, I don't really understand it. Yeah. I went to I went to a meeting. I left right after the Nintendo conference at E3, and I went to a bunch of meetings. And I remember the guys from Sucker Punch were like, "Oh, I, I, we missed it. What is happening with what happened at the Nintendo thing?" And I'm like, "Oh, uh, they announced the Wii U," and they're like, "The Wii too." I'm like, "I don't think so." Right? <laughs> and like, what is it? I'm like, "I think it's a controller for the Wii that you put the disc in." Like, I have no idea what the hell I just seen. You I'm put like, it on the ground <laughs> and then you golf. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because they didn't even show the console. Right? Yeah, they kept showing the background something that looked like a Wii. You're yeah, like, oh, well, it plugs into the Wii somehow. Okay. It's so weird. I like, there was a rumor recently that they might rename it, and I like that. They I should. hope that happens. Absolutely. Should. What would they rename it to? We too. E- e- we too. Yeah. We too no, would be a way better name. That. I mean, the only problem with that is that it, it, you know, that's the, that, you, people think of the Wii remote when they think of the Wii, and then this isn't. But it's at least clear that it's a new piece yeah, of hardware because people get it with like the PS2, PS3 model. Like they understand if there's a number, sure. it's something different. There's a precedent there. The Dolphin. Yeah. Whereas, like, especially Nintendo, because there's like the DS and DSi. They made DSi the same mistake with the 3DS. And, yeah. It, it, they make it confusing. Yeah. Uh, prediction seven: We'll get a Castlevania Lords of Shadows sequel. Sure, that one's very. I, I would bet on that one. It's been a while since one of those. We'll get a new 2D Metroid. I, I would cool. love that on, cool. on 3DS. Sure, I want it made by Retro. Yeah, we don't know what they're. Uh, I don't know what they're working on. There's next wrong ones. Yeah. Well, people think they're doing Zelda because yeah. Miyamoto said something about it. Yeah. Uh, Last Guardian will be released by the end of 2012 and will be Team Eco's final game. Well, I, I think the final game thing, sure, because Team Ego is yeah. dissolving before your eyes. I, and I, I don't know. I, I don't hold that hope for 2012. Mm. But that's why I put on... I put When we did our vote for the you know, most anticipated games, or PS3 games or whatever, uh, I voted for it at 10 and got it on the list just because now I'm excited for the game. I'm just excited to see what the hell goes wrong next. Like, what is happening? Where is that game? What are they going to... How do they market it? How do they promote it? When are we going to see it, you know? Mm-hmm. His... his their final uh, prediction is a five-year industry prediction. <laughs> Controllers... <laughs> Put a pin in this episode, everybody. Yeah. Check back in five years. Controllers for all consoles will have screens and standalone handheld functionality ending the handheld, handheld console era. No. No. The, yeah. The handheld console era will end much, much sooner than five years from now. The answer is no, and, then, and that's because it's very, very expensive for something that only a certain portion of your audience wants. Yep. <clears throat> and it's dumb. Yeah. Well, thanks for writing in, Brad. No, this has been Matt. fun. That was fun. Yeah, that no, was no, good. Also, the two of you should consider getting separate, <laughs> separate email accounts. <laughs> Gmail, they'll just give them to you. Yeah. This is Tom Bruno in Chesterfield, United Kingdom. Wow. I always enjoy your podcast, but I'm getting really pissed off with the games industry moving towards making used games impossible. In short, 
the way things are now. If used games disappear, I will no longer be a gamer. I'm broke. I mean really broke. So I pirate films, TV shows, and music because I can only afford to pay for one type of entertainment, and that's games. So I'm not even going to read the rest of your email because you sound like a jerk, Tom. This is like exactly the sort of sense entitlement that we've been t- well, talking about. Well, I want it, so I'm going <laughs> to get it by any means necessary. If you're broke, you shouldn't be spending your money on games. Like, buy groceries, pay rent. <laughs> yeah. like, well, he said he can only afford he can afford one type of entertainment. But that but doesn't mean you still deserve right. all, if everything you, if else. If yeah. you can only Who afford, do you think you are? Yeah, if you can only afford one, you only get one. Yeah. Yep. If you can only afford games, you only get games. <clears throat> right. This is Michael Rodriguez. My name is Mike. I'm from Connecticut. Oh, I'm from Connecticut. I just want to... Do you, you guys you know, know each other? I, we're, we're best friends. Oh, wow. I just wanted to start off by saying that I've been listening to your podcast since summer of last year and have quickly become a fan. Keep up the good work. Now I would like to ask for your opinions on a couple of things. Number one, about three years ago, I caught, I caught a glimpse of true crime, Hong Kong. After seeing some gameplay, I thought this game had some great potential. I remember hearing that they shut down the project, project but recently they have decided to revive it. So my question is, what are your opinions on the game? Are you happy that they decided to continue on with development? Greg? This is Square got this, right? Did this go Square, really? I thought so. Am I wrong wow. on that? Yeah, I can't remember. I, re- I remember them saying it was still in development. Can I check real quick? Because yeah. uh, it plays into something I got today. I got an invitation today oh, to an event. Someone, someone starts speaking while Greg checks his something email. about Hong Kong, so I hmm. assumed, oh, there you go, it's gotta be, they, they pick this up. Yeah. Is, is it going to be so, during GDC? So I'd say, uh, no, the, it's before the, then. The hmm. True Crime franchise has never been that great, um, but I was I was excited about Hong Kong. I thought Why? the trailer, the, the trailer was yeah. really good, they had a good, and that trailer wasn't in-engine, so it was all sort of smoke and mirrors, but uh, it showed good yeah. strength of vision. Yeah, I got an invitation today to go see True Crime Hong Kong, or I'm assuming because it was it dodge it was dodging on the invitation, trying to be a little clever from mm-hmm. Square. But yeah, exactly. So that's what it must be for. Uh, I'll tell you when I saw it at GDC. You remember this a couple years ago yeah. when they threw the party? That I was, was trying awesome. to just got- trying to remember how many years ago was that party? <laughs> Is that three was, years ago now? Jeez, wow. Yeah, maybe. Did yeah, it look Activision like- threw a ball in True Crime Hong Kong party they had, they during GDC dancers. where they had pole dancers, and Greg got kicked in the head by a pole dancer. Yeah, it was awesome. But how'd the game look? The game looked like hot shit. I remember watching it and going, "Why are you showing this?" Like there was no, kicked you in the head. There was no reason because there was a morning demo, and then we went to the party, and it was like there was no reason for them to have a presence there, like that I could make sense of. So, and I, maybe it's marketing, maybe it's PR, whatever. So let me ask you this: Did it look better or worse than Fifty Cent Blood, blood on the Sand? Oh, worse. Okay. Wow. Fifty Cent Blood on the Sand was like, oh, this, they, they're in on the joke. Yeah, Grenade, yeah. motherfucker! Like, they, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah, they're being yeah, yeah. goofy, and the, the gameplay was alright or whatever from what I saw Hillary right. play. And this one, they're like, you're fucking, put, they were putting meat cleavers in people's heads, but their, like, hand was going through the head, and they were coming back. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. And then I was like, you're the Mod Nation racer, guys, and this is what you're making. <laughs> but it'll be really interesting now if, you, if you've seen the game yeah. again. I, know, I maybe, liked, maybe they've saved it. So I never, saw, I never saw it in action, but I liked the, I really, really, really liked that cinematic trailer for that game. I thought it showed, yeah, strong strength of vision his second question mike's second question is uh i've noticed a lot of games are getting hd remakes some people <laughs> buy them to relive relive fond memories others complain that it is just a cheap way for companies to get money i personally think it's great for someone like me who was really fond of games but was unable to get the games at the time yeah. what do you guys like and or hate about hd remakes love everything about it. I think it's great. Like, yeah. that's, that's you, don't, like, you don't have to buy them. Yeah. I don't, and especially when they lead into a new sequel and like people might not have played that franchise yet. I think yeah. it's awesome. I yeah. don't understand that complaint at all. Um, just don't buy it. Yeah, exa- yeah. exactly. You know, and plus, no it's like, with it. this just in companies trying to make money. <laughs> okay. Well, We've been bamboozled. <laughs> what? We thought you were just in it for the creativity, Sony. Um, yeah. This is John Ferguson. 
my question is a quick three-parter. Number one, are you excited <laughs> for Bioshock Infinite? Oh, my yes. God, yes. Yep. Yeah. Number two, why? It looks beautiful. <laughs> I mean, Bioshock was awesome, so... Yeah. Uh, well, it, especially Bioshock was awesome and Bioshock 2 wasn't. So. Well, because it wasn't made by the same people. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like this... like. Oh man, when when Bioshock came out, I um oh, me. loved it, like, like freaked out about Bioshock, and uh, I love that game. Bioshock Two was so disappointing, and I was kind of down in the franchise. But then, like when Infinite moved it to a new setting, I was really excited. And so, like now, now I'm I'm optimistic about that game. Oh yeah. And number three, when the hell do you think it will come out? Fall. This fall. Fall. Yeah. Yeah. They, that game. Uh, Take Two had an earnings call this week, and they said it's coming this year still. I'm excited. So magic things happen when you give people with a lot of talent. Um, you give them a lot of money and a lot of time to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that, what they did with Greg and I. Yep. Look at what we made. <laughs> <laughs> everybody. Oh shit. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um, and that game. So when did Bioshock come out? 2007. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So that, it's a long, long time that Infinite's been in the works. So. And it was one of those things, you remember, even when they announced Infinite and they let Clement see it for that first time, they were like, cool, it's coming out in 2012. And I remember at the time, that, yeah, was, like, like, that was like preposterous, right? It was either 2009 <laughs> or 2010, you're like, what? Like, nobody ever does that. And then, yeah. Like, wow. yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it seemed already like we don't know how much the actual game was built, but in terms of their vision for it and the engine and the rest of that stuff, like it seemed very far along, even when it was first revealed. And that was like mm. 18 months ago. Like That's a game that'll be huge at E3. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. They'll be, also, they'll be boobs. Well, you, you know, you're the problem. You're the problem. That's <laughs> all Andrew. you see, huh? A girl comes up to you in a corset, cleavage hanging out, and you want to talk about her boobs? You sickened me. Uh, our last email this week comes from Stubby Man. Yeah, Stubby. He wants to know what is the game that you have most frequently rage quit. Oh God, Stubby Man, I do not rage quit games because I'm an adult. <laughs> There's been times where I'll, I rage quit. I get mad at something. I'm like, I don't even want to deal with Have this Have you right broken now. a controller? Yeah. Ooh. You've broken that, a controller? That is yeah. it, was in a, it was in college. I was playing SmackDown 2 with a friend, and he had, he had made this creative character that was, like, all acrobatic. And so he was. <laughs> I was decidedly a better player than him. But this character could get up in the top rope. He's so flipping all around. Exactly. He could get up on the top rope so fast and do moves. His stamina built to finishers way quicker. And so I was in this match where I was destroying him, but he kept doing that. And so at one point, yeah, he knocked me down. I just went, ah, and slammed. I didn't, like, yeah, like Tarzan or whatever. But I got real mad. I just slammed it on the ground, and the dual shock broke in my hands because it was a concrete floor. And I finished the match and won. But then I threw away the controller. <laughs> wow. That's good. Yeah. Uh, recently, I got really angry at the towards the end of Uncharted 3. Not to the point of breaking a controller on a concrete floor, but yeah. I was angry. I don't. I've I've been. I used to rage quit StarCraft two when I played online a little. I would be a very bad manner and quit out of games, <laughs> and that's why I don't play online mm. anymore. I could play. It would build. Like I could. I had a limit of like by that fifth game, I could play five games, and I'm just too worked up too, and like yeah, too agitated, and I I couldn't do it anymore. And I don't know. Like I don't. I don't give a shit when I lose at any other game, but for some reason, it just really. It, I don't know. I think it's because the failure is all on you. Like, if I lose at Halo, it's like, you know, lag, you know, I don't know, like, whatever. Like, <laughs> and you got teammates, right? Like, but in StarCraft, it's all one versus one, and, like, if you lose, it just feels so terrible, because you just got outplayed, you got outsmarted, you got outplayed, like, yeah. they were tactically superior, like, it just, it feels so bad. Um, and so I would rage quit, but it never to the point, I never broke a controller or anything like that. Gotcha. We so the correct thing to do with your friend would have been to just like punch him in the arm. No, I still once. So, I mean, I came okay, back. Yeah, I yeah. overcame his cheapness. But did, did you ever? When I was a teenager, we would like I would like unplug my friend's controller and shit. And like if he was gonna win like a racing game, I'd be like zoop, like you know. Yeah, and no, then, I never did that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. We were big in the Smash Brothers scene for a while. There's in sixty when we were playing sixty four and stuff. So yeah, that mm-hmm. wouldn't have flown. We had a championship belt. 
<laughs> well, that's all the scoops we have for you this week. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast in iTunes. And if you have any questions, you can always reach us at gamescoop at IGN.com. I leave you this week with a remix of Avicii's Levels by The Fat Rat. It's a great remix, and you can download it for free from The Fat Rat's SoundCloud page. Thank you to Andrew, Greg, and Justin. Thank you to all of you listeners out there. We love you. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out.
IGN Gamescoop. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.